Good morning. Welcome to today's segment, Arts, Artful Living. Arts for Living? Hey, that's a new one. No, Artful Living. And uh, WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester, NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. And uh, we're... We're going to have another great segment for you today. We're going to talk to somebody here on Art for Living that is involved with the Concord Arts Market, which was something that I sort of, you know, happened upon in my travels with trying to find good guests for our program. And uh, so all of you out there, if you haven't been to Art for Living in the past, our little show is about bringing a little bit of art into your life on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And sometimes that can be very um, a very natural extension, you know, music, art, dance, symphony. Sometimes it's, it's a little different. But all of it goes back to the theme of artful living, even in little doses, which is probably the best way to do it. Um, so today, our guest, we want to welcome Krista Zuber, who is, I guess, the director or the um, the person that's, you know, formed Concord Arts Market. And uh, she's going to tell us a little bit about what this organization is all about. Welcome, Krista. Thank you. So tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about Concord Arts Market. Uh, the Concord Arts Market actually started in 2008, um, and I did not find, have found it. Um, Katie Brown did. Awesome. And so it's been running for about 15 years now. And it started downtown. Uh, we were in Bicentennial Square as a weekly outdoor market in the summertime for years. Um, and COVID actually had us make some changes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we moved it to Rollins Park. And it's now once a month. Uh, we have over 65 artists each month and it's just a really lovely uh you know outing in the park (laughs) isn't that great so my goodness 65 are they the same are they different they're different each time some people do all of the markets so we are once a month june through october Mm -hmm. and some people will be there each time some people might only be there once uh so it does Mm -hmm. rotate um who is there we currently have over 120 artists Wow. who will be participating this year. That is something. And you said that when it first started out, it was downtown and it was weekly? It was. Um, when it first started, I'm not, I wasn't involved, so I can't say mm-hmm. in 2008 how But I started running it in 2019. Cool. And at that stage, it was once a week in Bicentennial Square. Right. Well, you know what? I think in some ways, um, what you're doing now might be a little bit more effective in that, you know, you have more time to round up folks for the once-a-month slot. Um, you know, it might be a little bit more challenging to do it every week. That that was a big, that must have been a big endeavor. It was, it was a lot of work um, every week. And we would average about 15 to 20 vendors mm-hmm. each week. Mm-hmm. So it's really much more of a destination event now. Yes, exactly. Wonderful term. Yes, destination destination event. Absolutely. So I see some of your participating vendors. Um, are they local or do they come from New England or are they further flung? Most of them are extremely local. <laughs> um, some of them are New England. I would not, Most. I don't think anyone in there is outside New England. Okay, cool. Wow, I'm I'm really happy to see that there's so much 
interest um, that the, the art vendors are coming out for this. And, you know, I'm sure that along with that, you have a lot of people that come to, you said, Rollins Park yes. um, and enjoy the event. So when is your first when is your first showing? Our first date is June 3rd, and it's 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And is this free, open to the public? Yep, it's free to come. We have yoga by donation with Blossom Yoga from 10 a.m. Uh, we're going to have live music. Uh, we actually partner with uh, the New Hampshire Music Collective, so they help us schedule our musicians. Wow. Uh, so we'll have 10 to 12 will have music, and then another group would be 1 to 3. Yeah, great. You know, on, on Art for Living, we keep hearing about uh, the New Hampshire Music Collective. We're going to have to have a, a show where we have them on. Uh, because, I highly recommend. <laughs> absolutely. They're, they're so connected. They're bringing all of these arts, arts groups together, you know, which is exactly. just fabulous. Fabulous. So uh, what are the hours for your event? We are 10 to 3. 10 to 3. Okay. And uh, what about when it rains? We are rain or shine. If there's a threat of thunderstorms, um, which are dangerous, or, you know, major hurricane, we will cl- we will close for the day. Right. Um, safety is paramount. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but, we, but otherwise, we are rain or shine. All righty. We'll uh, just have to hop on here for a minute to talk a little bit about New Hampshire Music Collective, um, just because we have we've had Brad Brad Myrick is his name. He's been yep. on the Kale and Company show for oh gosh a few times now, and they also supplied us with some musicians to do some Thank interviews you. here with us. And um, Brad is great. He has his own acoustic band as well. He just released an album and has been touring out in Italy. He's fluent in Italian as well. So um, he's definitely a character and I highly recommend anyone listening to check out Brad Myrick, Bradford Myrick on all social media platforms and the New Hampshire Collective because the things they do for their musicians to help support, you know, local businesses and events and things like that is just Incredible. I just wanted to do a little plug for them. Absolutely. Well, it's, it sounds like what happens is is their musicians come in and that that gives them exposure. And exactly. then they're helping helping the group that they're working with. So exactly. it's a win-win no matter how you look at it. Very great. Yeah. Good, good, good. All right. So um, 10 o'clock. Lead us through a day. What's happening? Like, how does it go? Our summer Arts Market. It's now June 3rd. It's 10 o'clock. <laughs> um, well, we actually start setting up at 8, mm-hmm. um, so our vendors will have been there from 8, so they'll be ready and waiting for everyone to show up at 10. Great. Okay. <laughs> uh, we do have a parking lot off of 33 Bow Street, but there's also ample street parking. Right. Um, and you just wander around. Uh, it's really low-key. I, I just really enjoy the park. It's just a lovely day, especially if the weather. We had perfect weather last year. We really lucked out. Oh, my. Um, awesome. Yeah. I suppose that uh, the it's a sprawling green space. It's just a nice big green space, which is a perfect background, I would think, to um, all of the vendors that you have. Exactly. And that's exactly why we moved it during COVID. You know, we had to be six feet apart, all of our tents. So downtown, we could only fit about 12 vendors. Right. Um, so in the park, we just have all of this space around us. You know, each vendor has heaps of space. It's very unlike a lot of 
outdoor fairs or, or you know, indoor mm-hmm. holiday events where you're just squished into a, a tiny space. Yeah. Um, it's just lovely. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So I, are you going to be uh, participatory? Yeah, you are. I see on your site. The uh, Market yeah. Days Festival. Yes. So I, um, how does that work? Because I know that's multiple days. Yep. It's three days, June 22nd through 24th. And we actually set up the arts market on Pleasant Street. So we'll be from Main Street up to State Street. Wow. And we, oh, they're very long days. Uh, <laughs> we're set up 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. each day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice that we can leave our tent set up overnight. We obviously take all of our stuff with us. Um, but that helps, you know, that we don't have to be there to set up mm-hmm. each time. So are, is it the same vendors each day or do your vendors switch yeah. out? No. no, we keep all of the vendors the same during market days. Okay, uh, It would be too much to switch those out, but we don't have as many. Mm-hmm. So we'll have about 45 vendors this year on Pleasant Street. Oh, well, that's awesome. So that's going to be exciting, too. And I know that the Music Collective is doing all kinds of music for that event as well. So it's great. There's great music mm-hmm. during market days. Mm-hmm. We partner. Uh, into, I'm also on the board of market days within town Concord. So, I mean, not the board, the committee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they partner with so many different um, music vendors. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it's going to be an exciting event. Um, we want to make sure everybody knows that if they go to concordmarket.net, they will pull up the website and everything is on there. All the dates, all the events, you have your vendors li- listed right there on the front, which is Great way to do that. You don't have to look for them. They're right there. Um, I and just want to make sure it's ConcordArtsMarket.net. Oh, did I say it wrong? Excuse me. ConcordArtsMarket. It says .net. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Okay. Good, good, good. We'll mention that a few times in today's, um, you know, today's segment because we want to make sure people have access online right away. They don't even have to think about it. Really exactly. easy. Yes. So, um you know what? We're going to have a little break coming up here. Why don't we, um, we'll talk a little bit about the mission uh, in the next segment for Concord Arts Market. And sure. our guest today is Krista Zuber. This is Jane Cormier, your host for Artful Living today. WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Artful Living on WKXL, New Hampshire Talk Radio.com. WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. And our guest today is Krista Zuber of the Concord Arts Market. And uh, in our last segment, we were just setting up and letting folks know when uh, they are coming back to Concord, which is starting June 3rd. And Krista, we said in this segment, we're going to talk a little bit about the mission. Tell us a little bit about the mission of the Concord Arts Market. Sure. Um, So the mission of the market is not only to provide a venue for artists, you know, to make some income. (laughs) We all all need to make some income. Yes, we do. Um, But also to provide an environment to create a community of artists and also of you know, vendors and um, community members. So we really just want to create a space that's welcoming and people enjoy being there. So 
So I love the idea of artful living because to me that what I want the arts market to be is just an artful world. Yeah. Um, and I just think about every day when I'm using a coffee mug or I look at a painting, you know, everything that I've purchased from artists at the market you know, I can remember that interaction with that person right. on that day. Mm-hmm. And it just creates a better life, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's an artful life. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, the the thing about art, especially in today's day and age, I think is the technology is really sort of going so fast. And I think taking us away from the small, beautiful, important things, you know, that we exactly. we need to have to, th- to thrive you know, to have a great life. And I think people might think that 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 might be bigger in scope than what they could, you know, actually take partake in. But the truth is, is when we are part of a community that's artful or we go in and we enjoy something coming from an artful source, it stays with us and it doesn't have to be huge. But exactly. But having a lot of little, I think, works great. Yep. And so this is an opportunity for folks for fine arts. And, you know, I assume that you have all kinds of artisans that, you know, run the gambit of art right. artwork. Um, you can come and enjoy it once a month and in the summer. What I really like about the arts market is just the range of items. So, you know, we'll have everything from paintings and photography to jewelry and ceramics and also handmade soap. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's just really great. But I also love the price range. So you can find something for a dollar. You can find something for hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, it just really fits everybody. There, you, I guarantee you, if you came, you would find something. Isn't that <laughs> to awesome? To take home with you. That is so great. Something for everybody. Exactly. And remember, what you said before, Krista, is right on the money. It's the memory right. that that we hold, usually. I'm, I'm sure that we love the portrait or we love the jewelry, or, but there is something extra that comes with that, that as a human, I think that's what we hold special, you know, special in our exactly. hearts, the memory it brings. So you can have a bunch of memories this summer by by going to all of your monthly events starting June 3rd. So tell us a little bit about you, Krista. Why why are you part of Concord Arts Market? What what brought you to that organization? Sure. Um, I actually started an art studio on Main Street in Concord in 2014. Uh, it was called The Place Studio and Gallery. Great. And as part of that, I started selling as an artist at the arts market. Um so I was selling there, and my friend Kitty Stojkovic, who actually has Kitty Stojkovic designs, she's a great jeweler, mm-hmm. um, was running the market at that time. Um, she ran it for three years and was looking for being able to focus more on her jewelry design work mm-hmm. and get out of you know, the actual running of the market. So she asked me in, I can remember it vividly. (laughs) We were actually at a, at a, not an arts market, but a holiday market. um, And asked if I wanted to take it over. And at first I was not sure if I wanted to take on that responsibility. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But I also saw it as a great opportunity and decided that I did. I did want to take that on. So in 2019, I started running it. And I had one normal year before COVID. Isn't that crazy, huh? Um, Yeah. And COVID just really changed everything, didn't it? I'm not saying for the worse either. Some things are for the better. Mm -hmm. Um, And what also happened in 2020 because of COVID, my art studio got shut down, obviously. Mm. Um, And my husband and I had to make a choice. You know, were we going to hold on to something that who knew how long it would be before we could reopen? Right. And when we did reopen, would people come in? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, were people going to be comfortable? Sure. And it was just one of those, we didn't plan any major life changes at that time. The art studio had actually just taken off. We struggled for, you know, five years and had just taken off in January of 2020. Wow. And, you know, two and a half months later, you're shut down. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, it's so sad. Yeah. So we, um, a very long story short, ended up just kind of throwing our chips in the air and saying, what can happen? (laughs) And we ended up moving to Rockland, Maine. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Beautiful. (laughs) It's beautiful there. I can see the ocean from my window (laughs) right now. (laughs) I'm jealous. It's beautiful. Yeah. So but you, I didn't want the arts market to go by the wayside. And at that time, nobody wanted to take it over mm-hmm. because of COVID. You know, sure. no, no one wanted to take that on. Well, I mean, it's so hard I enough, thought, I'm sure, rather than to exactly. have to deal with COVID on top. Yeah, exactly. So I had already figured out how to keep it going, you know, working with the city health officer. And I just thought I can keep doing this, mm-hmm. you know. We had to change the format a little bit, which is partly why we went monthly Yeah, as well. Um, but I think you're but right. I thought, let's change. just keep doing it. <laughs> Good for you. Good yeah, for you. We so. love coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Old home week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you'll be up. You'll be back on all of the dates. Yes. Awesome. That's great. And uh, it, I don't see any the, anything that would preclude you from running from running it from Maine. Seems no. like a doable thing. And one of the things that came out of COVID was the use of Zoom. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I'm on the Intown Concord Market Days Committee. I can still do that from yeah. Maine because of Zoom. So a lot of things came out of COVID were okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know what? It's like anything else. The people that are creative and, and are motivated will always find a way to make it work. I mean, it right. might not be easy for sure, but um, it sounds like you were really motivated to stay with it. And I'm sure that they're the folks that, uh, you know, the folks that are with you at Concord Arts Market are happy about that. Um, right. Good for you. Good for you. you. So um, let's see. I'm on your site here. You also have a couple of other things that are listed um, that I don't know anything about. And I don't think our listeners, some of our listeners might not. But Winter Giftopolis, what is that? Uh, so Giftopolis is just a holiday arts market during Midnight Merriment. So In Town Concord runs Midnight Merriment the first Friday of December. Okay. And all the stores on Main Street stay open until midnight. Yes. There's 
caroling and s'mores and hot cocoa. It's really just a wonderful holiday event. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do an indoor space, so it's a lot smaller than what we can be outside. Um, and it's just a holiday arts market. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, where were lovely. you last year? Where were you in December 22? We were in the atrium at Seven Eagle Square. Ah, okay. And was that a, a decent space for you? Um, that's been our location, except when we couldn't be there during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's been our location for many years, so oh, a lot of people do know us there. It's a very tricky space. It's not a square. <laughs> yeah. So people to be okay with, you know, having a table that, might not be straight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a lot of curves, huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you also do something during that time with Kimball Jenkins State, or Kimball Jenkins yep. School, I should say. So we started that last uh, two years ago now, um, pretty much when I was still a little nervous about being in the atrium during Giftopolis because it gets very crowded. COVID was coming back in New Hampshire at that time. Ah. Um, so I thought, let's have a more open space where it won't be as crowded, but still give an opportunity to have an, a holiday market. Mm-hmm. So we started that that year kind of in place of Giftopolis, ah. and now it's in conjunction with. Now, you, <laughs> so you said, now it's grown part of the event. Exactly. Our, this is awesome. So this is our guest today is Krista Zuber from the Concord Arts Market. Jane Cormier here at Artful Living. We're going to take a short break and come right back. WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Artful Living. Jane Cormier, your host today. WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Remember, all of our shows here at WKXL, you can find on NewHampshireTalkRadio.com, NHTalkRadio.com. And uh, thank you for joining us. If you're just coming into our show Today, our guest is Krista Zuber of the Concord Arts Market, and we've talked. We've been talking about the upcoming summer uh, season that will be at Rollins Park beginning June third. And she was also telling us in the last segment a little bit about the holiday event um, that that they have begun or that they have been doing for the last few years, I guess, uh, for December Giftop- Giftopolis, which is kind of a cool name. Who thought mm-hmm. of that? That's a great name. That was, I believe, Katie Brown who founded the arts market. <laughs> Great name. Um, also, you know, in the summer when this when market days comes up, uh, the Concord Arts Market is going to have a large. Use, it's like the whole block. I, I guess you do. Between, yes, yeah. We'll be on the whole street on Pleasant Street from Maine to State. That's awesome. Um, and so, Concord Arts Market. Can you tell us anything about any of the vendors? Um, sort of like give us a little bird's eye view? Well, what I love about the Concord Arts Market is we get a lot of returning vendors. Uh, So you'll see your favorites. Um, You know, Saad actually comes in uh, with art from memory. So he's a very popular Iraqi artist uh, every year. 
And then I did mention Kitty uh, Design. So Kitty Stojkovic is very popular for silver jewelry. Okay. Um, but what I also love is that each year we have brand new artists. So you'll always find someone that you haven't seen before, mm-hmm. uh, which I just think is great. Mm-hmm. I'm going through my list, seeing what I can pull out <laughs> to highlight. Sure. Um, we have a wonderful watercolor artist who's been joining us just on that first June 3rd um, for the last couple of years. Uh, her name is Tina. We love her. Mm-hmm. Um, what I love also is it's kind of like a little family. So I'm looking at Zoe and Zoe's a great painter. Uh, they actually just had a baby. So I'm excited this year (laughs) to to meet the baby. (laughs) Yes, awesome. It's like little family coming home, huh? It is. It really is just a nice community of people. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to definitely make it one of my my days to go down and spend the time and uh, take take a peek at it. Um, Also, for anybody that might be interested, is it possible for people to become part of the arts market? We do have our application on the website. Uh, we mostly have a wait list at this stage. We have a few spots open for certain categories. Okay. Um, particularly June 3rd, uh, we have a few spots. And then also August is a little bit open. We have about five spots left. Um but, yep, if you want to be on our wait list, because people do drop out, too. Mm-hmm. You know, last-minute things come up. Um, sure. So you can apply to be on our wait list. So I see that um, what you, for vendor types here, you're very specific. You want artists and craftspeople of all types. So you're trying to, to fill maybe an opening for a certain type right. of art if there's a so wait we list. Only, we want certain types of art. Um, like a mix of art. So we don't want to be all jewelry or all painting. Right. So if we have too many of a certain category, you might be waitlisted, even if there's an open spot. Um, and that's, really, you know, to have variety for people shopping, but also um, if you don't want a lot of other competing artists. You know, sure. if you all have the same product, you're just competing against each other. So it makes sense, you know, to limit the, similar types of art. Do you find that, um, do you, I'm assuming since since you're the person that's putting this all together, do you find that at all complex or complicated to do? <laughs> so I'm looking right now at my color-coded spreadsheet. <laughs> so every, to me, every art type gets a color. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, I can look quickly at um, by category. So I know how many potters I have on any given day. What I love about art is everyone is a little bit different, even if they're doing the same type of art. Um, So if you're, you know, say a potter, but you're a little bit different than the other potters, I'll still put you on Mm -hmm. a day, um, which I just love art for that reason. (laughs) Absolutely. Everybody's different, right? Exactly. Different take. So also, you um, you mentioned that you have to be a creator of the art that you're selling. Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's that's really interesting. I wasn't expecting to see that out there. So you can't resell somebody else. Uh, it has to be what you have produced yourself. Correct. Cool. And there's no antiques or anything like that. I know a lot of people yeah. might think that 
uh, that would be included. But unless you're doing it, unless you're the person that's building or, um, you know, making the craft or the art, exactly, uh, you can't sell. So that's interesting. You could repurpose something. Sure. Um, so last year we did have someone who was buying like vintage clothing, but repurposing it. So it wasn't just off the rack. Sure. Um, but you have to have made the object that you are selling. That's very cool. Very cool. Um, let's see here. I'm going down. I'm fishing down the website here. So there's a, a selection committee, huh? Or is it? There, ahead, technically, there it. is a jury. <laughs> so um, it depends on when you apply. Um, like I said, if there's even room for your category on that day. Um, but we do also take a look at the quality of your product. So it can be how unique it is, how well it's made. Um, does it fit into that we're trying to create? Sure. Um, so you might have amazing artwork, but if it doesn't quite fit our community, mm-hmm. um, we might put you on a wait list. Um, Till there's a better spot, perhaps, for them? Right. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, you know, we have to put together a good event, and you have criteria that you need to meet, so I don't think that that's unfair at all. Right. Right? Trying to help everybody get to where they need to be. That's a good thing. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So let's see. Holiday Arts Market. What is that? So that's uh, the so December. That's the Kimball Jenkins. Gotcha. Yep. I see. So there's, there's Giftopolis and the Arts Market are both sort of around the same event. Yep. So Giftopolis is Friday night, the first Friday of December, and then the Holiday Arts Market is Saturday morning and afternoon. So they're in two different locations, Mm -hmm. but it's the same weekend. That's great. Good for you. All right. So again, if anybody is interested in looking at the website, ConcordArtsMarket.net, right? Correct. ConcordArtsMarket.net. There you go. And there's even a little video on there if you're so inclined. You can hit the video and you'll see a little bit of last year, I assume, uh, Market Days Festival. Yes. The um, Conquer TV put that together for us, and it's just a nice little intro. Uh, you can see some of the, the artists that we have during Market Days. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's cool. Very good. All right, so we've talked a little bit about the mission from Concord Arts Market. We've talked a little bit about Krista. So tell me a little bit, tell our listeners a little bit about what, what future, what is the future? Is it, does it have any other different ideas or do you just want to keep, you know, doing what you're doing since it's successful and just keep going that way? Yep, that's a great question. So we tried to bring food vendors to the park. Um, this year we're partnering with the Sleazy Vegan Food Truck. <laughs> the what? <laughs> the Sleazy Vegan Food Ooh, Truck. Mama Mia, okay. <laughs> she, she came to us last year and her food is amazing. Huh. Um, so she is going to be there for four out of the five days. Um, as I mentioned, Blossom Yoga, so we're now going to be doing yoga by donation in the park Cool. Um, with them. We do have Zenith Martial Arts also coming to run some kids' activities. And I want to to become a little bit bigger in that regard, partnering with more community organizations. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know at this stage that I want to have necessarily more artists um, until we really build up the audience more. Mm-hmm. So until you have more shoppers, then you're just dividing the same amount of shoppers amongst more vendors. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think we're at a good spot right now. We're going to have about 65 to 70 vendors. Um, if we can add more community things, you know, keep going with the music, try to add some more food, um, yoga, other activities, just to make it more of a community event. Got it. Got it. Good idea. All righty. So our guest today is Krista Zuber from Concord Arts Market. And uh, we're talking all things about this wonderful summer festival. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more with Krista on our next segment. We're going to take a little break here. WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Hang tight. We'll be right back. And welcome back, Artful Living today, and your your host is Jane Cormier. We have a guest of Krista Zuber from the Concord Arts Market right here, uh, which begins actually June 3rd and has, you know, special days throughout the summer. Their website, Concord Market, Concord Arts Market. Dot net and uh, June third's coming right up, so we wanted to make sure we'll be plugging this along the way as we go as well, because we want folks to know about the arts market. Catherine, you said you had a question. Yeah, I have a couple quick questions for you, Krista. So, sure. how <laughs> you earned your masters in <laughs> Australia? I did. <laughs> Where, and you're from Pennsylvania, so please tell me I that <laughs> that correlation there and how that came about. Um. So my sister actually is. Moved to Australia, um, oh gosh, when I was still in high school, (laughs) a long time ago. Um, So I did my master's degree at the University of Sydney. She had just had my first nephew, and I wanted to spend time down there with her and her family. But also, I have an undergraduate degree in theater arts, and I wanted to teach visual arts. But I didn't want to lose that theater arts background. And in Australia, I could take a master's of teaching drama and art, which isn't really a thing here. <laughs> Not a thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's pretty great. Yeah. So I, I took off to Australia for a few years. That was great. That's incredible. That's incredible. So it says here as well that you have over 15 years of teaching experience and you had done some work with the Courier Museum of Art. Yes, I actually ran their group tour program for a few years. Wow, Um, wow. And the Boston Museum of Science and the Children's Museum in Boston. So you've just done a, a little bit of everything here. I always say I do a lot of things pretty well <laughs> and I'm an expert in nothing <laughs> yeah oh, you listen. always learning always learning is a good thing to be exactly. open-minded that's how you build new skills so are you an artist as well yes so I actually um dabble in a lot of <laughs> a lot of different things um so I've been selling since I'm moving to Maine I've been making and selling sea glass jewelry wow I love uh, that <laughs> Yeah. So what is sea glass? Can you tell me what that is? I've always wondered, how does that work? Yep. So sea glass is found on the beach, and it's glass that has been turned in the ocean. So it's frosted and rounded, 
um, decades old um, often. The how problem do you, right how do you now, find it? Yeah, you just go walking. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I love it here in Maine because you can just, you know, sit right down on the sand and look through and find sea glass. Oh, my goodness. Um, a lot of glass that you'll find now isn't frosted, um, which is not considered sea glass. It's just broken glass. Um, and I do tumble that glass. There are a lot of purists who will claim that that's not sea glass, but all of my glass is found on the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's not frosted enough, then I take that step to do it. <laughs> that's great. So I'm curious, what gives them the different colors? Is that done after they're found? No, nope. nope. they're all found. So it could be the type of bottle that it came from. Hmm. So if you think of, you know, an old Coke bottle is going to be green. Um, but some of the glass, actually, the older glass will change in the UV light of the sun. So it might have a certain chemical in it that changes it to be pink or purple. Hmm. Wow. wow. I always wondered about that. I never knew how that all worked. So when you find the sea glass, you can decide what you want to do with it, whether it's like you said, tumble. What do you do with the sea glass after that? So I use a drill um, to drill holes into it, and then you can just use it as a bead, basically, however you'd like. Uh, I find these long rectangular pieces at a certain beach here in Maine, um, only at that beach. Isn't that funny? Okay. And so I make like long dangles from the long rectangles. Wow. How cool. So yeah. you're making jewelry. I am currently, but I'm also weaving. I got into weaving since moving to Maine. Love that. Right? Love that. That's totally different. How'd you come into weaving? Um, I just get inspired. You know, if I'm watching different artists go by on Facebook or Instagram, and I'll think, I want to try that. (laughs) And I'm really bad at this, actually, because I'll buy all of the supplies. And then by the time they get here... Because, you know, I'm in Maine now, so I have to order everything. Yeah. Then I'm kind of over it for a while, and they just sit in the box. <laughs> As someone who works in fiber arts and is a crocheter, I can 100% understand what that is. And the amount of right. whips, work in progress, for those of you that don't oh know what that God. is, is just ridiculous. I, I get so inspired, and then I will lose interest half, halfway through. You know, I think it just... I don't know. It just depends on the day. It depends on exactly. the day. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm curious, what motivates you as an artist? Like what motivates you to create? That's a great question. Um, I get really inspired by nature. Mm. Um, so a lot of like my weavings are inspired by the ocean. Mm. Um so I don't, I don't know what does inspire us to create. There's just something in you that I'm a very tactile person. Mm. So I guess that's why I'm drawn to fiber art a lot because I love, you know, the merino wool and just playing around with the materials mm-hmm. to see what you can come up with. Yeah. I mean, I've always been a crafty, like I was a very crafty kid. My dad was very crafty. Um, well, it's just always kind of around. In your drama, in your drama uh, studies, there must yes. have been some sort of other um, 
you know, were you technical drama or were you stage drama? I was stage and technical, actually, so, but I loved performing. You did? Which is funny because I was a very shy kid. <laughs> and I'm an introvert. <laughs> well, what, what better way to, than to get on stage in front of a bunch of people than to, uh, you know, explore exactly. that other side of you? What did you do? What, what stuff did you get on stage with? Um, oh, let's see. In high school, I was in the Crucible. <laughs> oh, my. That's serious. Good. Right? I am not a musical theater person. Yeah. I actually was in chorus in eighth grade, and I had a solo, and I completely botched it. Oh. <laughs> and ever since then, I refused to sing in public. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know what? You had an awful lot of, I think, um, other talents in the in the bucket. And um, it's been my experience that if for someone that's like overly that has all of these other gifts that are sort of yeah. in the bucket, um, when they hit one that doesn't really speak to them that much, it's easy to let it go. Exactly. I don't know how much of that was about because you made a mistake. It was probably probably more that <laughs> you had so many other things that you liked as much or better. Yeah. You know, it's just how it goes. It's, it's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. So you're a creative gal, Missy. Yes, exactly. And I I bet that Concord Arts Market is very glad that they have you running the show. Um, Because it's funny, in the beginning segment, uh, in the couple of segments, you know, we didn't know the depth of what it was that you were bringing. So, you know, you've bring an awful lot more than just uh, putting together the, you know, the show itself when it goes to run. You have all that other stuff in the back that you're bringing in with you. So that's great. Good for you. Thank you. What do you like most about the job? Oh, the people. (laughs) Uh The creative people? Yes, I just love, you know, the artists themselves, but also the community who comes and shops because they appreciate the arts. Um, it's It's just a lot of fun, you know, on the day. It's a lot of work leading up to it. Yeah. Um, the paperwork isn't as much fun. <laughs> it isn't. And, you know, people that will go to the Concord Arts Market and, and love the event and the venue um, will appreciate, I'm sure, what they're seeing and how they're interacting. But it's the same as in theater and in music. Right. When you get behind the scenes and you have to put that stuff together through the paperwork or the administrative right. duties... Um, it's an entirely different animal. And unless you're, right. unless you're doing it, no one knows about any of that stuff. Right. The months of work <laughs> up leading up to the, the one-day event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And constant, you know, because it keeps changing. I can only imagine how more um, complicated it became, too. It sounded like you pretty much jumped on board and then COVID hit. Right. Uh, you know, crazy. Talk about learning on the run. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. That was a crazy time because... You wanted, I wanted to be mindful of keeping everyone healthy and safe. And obviously, in the beginning, nobody knew what was going on, right. <laughs> really. Right. Um, but I also wanted to support the artists. You mm-hmm. know, for them, this is their income, and they just lost it, yeah. you know. So how we tried to do an online arts market for a while, it, I don't think, succeeded at all. But yeah. we were just trying to, you know, keep everyone out there and able to survive, basically. Good for you. I mean, you know what? It might not have been as successful as you wanted, but the effort that you exuded to 
to try to get that done might have made the difference for the struggling artist that was seeing, you know, I mean, sometimes what we do directly isn't the thing that matters the most. It's the indirect positive results. So, you know, that's great. Good for you, Krista. Thank you. So listen, um, anybody that is interested, Concord Arts Market, June 3rd, be there or be square. Uh, Krista Zuber today is our guest here on Art for Living. Jane Cormier, your host, and Catherine Martinez, who is in our conversation today. Thank you, Catherine. WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester, New Hampshire NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. Thank you, Krista Zuber, and you have a great day. Thank you.